How are we doing, guys? This is the Kind of an Expert podcast. I am your host, Corey Tyndall, and we are back in New York City, baby. Back from outside of my parents' basement and into my apartment in the city, uh, which I'm pleased to announce the city not as bad as I thought it would be. In fact, uh, there's quite a bit of fun going on, uh, including the 7 o'clock pot banging and uh for the healthcare workers and the bars that just let you take drinks and walk around the city apparently the cops don't give a shit anymore but anyway this week's episode is with one of my good friends chris barnes uh he is a comedian in new york city uh who is quarantining on long island and we talked about social media less about the general oh social media is ruining our lives and ruining democracy and more about like how people are using it like who's on tiktok versus who's on facebook um I thought it was really interesting. I was uh, happy to talk to a comedian again after a couple of weeks, so we do jump around a little bit uh, and touch on other topics, but I think we did an okay job of sticking to the subject. Uh, so without anything else, hope you enjoy the episode. talking about before we hit record here you were talking about sports sports in the quarantine what were you gonna say i'm 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 almost happy that everything got canceled because now everyone can realize how just sometimes how dumb sports can be i mean wow i, I can't believe you're gonna make me shut this podcast down this immediately, soon in. <laughs> immediately no it's you just funny. right off the bat you're like hey everything that makes Corey happy let's shit on it (laughs) no i'm not i understand being a fan but like have you ever been to a sporting event where someone gets into a fight yeah i've i've been to a i've been to a sporting event where someone tried to fight me for no reason all because i had a lions on my like the lion symbol on my hat and we just lost and he was like oh you guys just lost i'm gonna fight you i was like is this bad enough you just fucking beat us it's 15 degrees out here we're in the middle of wisconsin I know, but I, I just think it's so silly. Like, I was in Boston one time, and uh, there was this girl who I was with who was wearing a Buffalo Bills hat, and we walked into a Starbucks, and everyone was like, take that hat off. And it's like, are you, <laughs> it's like, what are you people doing? Like, I don't get it. I get you're a fan of them, but, like, I don't know. I, I start, when you start using the word we and you're describing your the, the team you like, that's when I'm just like, all right, like, Come on, nah. That's that's where I gotta. You're, that's where I disagree with you. You're a cut. Cu- you're a customer. I don't know. Oh, I'm, I know. Don't deflate I, I, me like is, that. I'm sorry. Their whole business model is built off them feeling like I'm part of the team. I know. It's all manipulation. But <laughs> you're whatever. in marketing. Come on, man. I know. That's Give why. That's why I'm. I'm savvy to this stuff. That's why I see right through it. Um, yeah. I mean, I see right through a lot of I, things that are unhealthy, but I'm still like, yeah, you know what? I'm doing it. I only get to live once. It makes me happy. So I'm going to do it. Fuck it. I'm, it's like booze. I'm not saying, I'm not saying I hate sports. Like, I, I like sports. I'll go watch the games, but I just, sometimes I, I think the fans can be a little crazy. And it's mo- probably, let's yeah. be honest, it's mostly fueled by alcohol and like just getting rowdy because pro- people probably hate their jobs Monday through Friday. And now it's Sunday and you're at the parking lot, giant stadium. And you need you just want to <laughs> fucking punch somebody. You know what I mean? Like, it makes sense. It's the American dream. Um, yeah. 
So, so you're excited for baseball to start back up in a couple months. <laughs> I I actually baseball is probably it actually is one of my favorite sports. I like it. You can it's go. It's the most relaxed. You don't have to fucking pay attention. You could just chill and That's not true. know. It's fun, you know. It's it's relaxing. Well, I do nothing going on there. Yeah. But, yeah, I get that. I don't know. I just the the sports to me uh like it, it's just always I don't know. I get more out of watching sports than I get out of uh, other things like video games or like uh, scripted TV. So if I have downtime, I'd rather it be sports. But I get what you're saying of just like, yeah, we were pretty a crazy sports culture. And now that it's gone, we're remembering that there's like other things to worry about. And sports is not that big of a deal unless I'm completely off in what you were trying to (laughs) say. I actually, you know, it's so funny, like. I know people that are really into sports because of the the online gambling and they're like yeah. they're really into that and now obviously because all the sports are off the air you know that has become a very finite finite amount of things that you can actually gamble on yeah and one of the things that people are gambling on is Brazilian horse races because those Love are the it. only <laughs> horse races that are happening in I think in the world. Oh um, my god! So like my brother would just be like, "Yeah, I lost two hundred dollars on a Brazilian what? horse race." What the fuck? And it's What's like even uh, the point. I know it's just <laughs> it's crazy how people are just like, "Yeah, like I don't care what it is. I just need to throw money at something <laughs> to feel." Talk about. Um, Talk about unhealthy habits in the quarantine. Holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) I thought I was just eating too much. At least I'm not spending money on Brazilian horses. God damn. That's a tough one to lose money to and explain to people. (laughs) Yeah, Like spending spending your entire stimulus check on Brazilian (laughs) horse races. Yeah. He also, wait, if he spent all $1,200 on the Brazilian horses, he also had to send the letter that Trump sent him uh, telling him who should get credit for that money to the Brazilians. (laughs) So they know where it came from. (laughs) I think he just, I think he just put the check right back in the mail and just sent it over. (laughs) He told the IRS to hit up that that Brazilian gambling (laughs) ring and they're like, yeah, that's your problem now. Good luck. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you're yeah okay wait so you're from michigan right Uh uh-huh so what do you what are the teams that you like what are the i guess it'd be well what's football what oh so you're lions you're a lions fan lions yeah lions tigers pistons red wings for the professional and then michigan state for college which like that's what the the east coasters don't get is the the college college fandom yeah. fandom for like football and basketball you're wait you're from long island right yeah we have nothing we have right i guess st john's in basketball maybe some years i think maybe yeah Are they, like competitive yeah no they're they're pretty good they're in a decent conference for basketball but there's like no football like the no. closest football team you guys could root for is buffalo and that and they're even like not in a major Syracuse. conference no. No, yeah, but Syracuse not. sucks at uh, yeah. <laughs> sucks at football. So I like I get that, but then you guys are out here are much crazier about the professional sports, and that's I think honestly because the Lions have just sucked for so long that it's like it's tough for Michigan fans to get excited about the Lions, and so they have to get excited about Michigan and Michigan State because they're they're better. Yeah. It's all they have. So that's true. And also the I don't Red know. W- the Red Wings were good. Once in a while, they they were yeah. an original eight team NHL. Yeah. Um, 
And the lion, and uh, no, not the lion. God, you have so many fucking, it's just like tigers and, it's why, it's just single animals. <laughs> what is it? You have tigers, lions, or the two teams, right? Yeah, pistons, so, which their, their mascot's a horse, because it's like horsepower. Okay. Uh, for the auto industry, and then Red Wings, which, which is, uh, which is, is a now tire. a which it's is a tire, which is an alt right symbol now. It's an alt alt right symbol now. Oh, did really? you hear? No, <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear the, that. The there was like a bunch at the um, Charlottesville rally. There were a bunch of like white supremacists with the Red Wing on their shield, and like nobody knew what the fuck was going on. And they were like, "Yeah, no, they adopted it. Means like some." Uh, like you will not replace us symbol now or whatever and the Red Wings had to put out a statement they're like we don't know anything about that that is not <laughs> us and they they tried to sue all of those people like individually for, for copyright shit oh which is God. like it. well it didn't work because those white supremacists weren't making money off the symbol they just painted it on a shield so I don't people know can, what happened uh, with that. People can run with it. But it I don't feel too bad for the Red Wings because at least like they're in a situation where their logo is being used in a bad way but think about all the sports organizations which logo is just so racist and they just are just like yeah no it's fine it's fine it's like it's a cartoon of a native american with buck teeth and they're like no it's fine it's 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 tradition come on yeah like, like what is it uh, the Cle- cleveland indians it's just like yeah it's a, just a cartoonish version of yeah. Native American. <laughs> and they're, and it's not yeah. even like, because like, what are the, you have the Redskins, which is pretty like, I mean, just the name Redskin is like pretty, pretty bad. But then their logo is like, okay, like that's, that looks like it's a little bit more respectful, <laughs> right? But the, but the Indians are just like, yep, this is, uh, this is what they look like. Yeah. Yeah, no. They, they and giant not, teeth. Yeah. They're not even called Indians anymore. Yeah. And they know, they know they can't shift over to the Native Americans. I know. They can't. That's just out of the question. Um, no, I, I feel bad for, for the Redskins fans and the Indians. And the other thing about the Indians that I don't understand that they could easily do is one of their nicknames is the Tribe, which if they just, just became yeah. the Tribe, that would still be an okay name and they could keep the goofy uh native american cartoon <laughs> thing i guess like it's still i don't know maybe they could be like a tribe of barbarians instead and of like native americans but like the redskins i'm like come on guys like yeah that's at least bad. but you're right at least the the logo is respectful i don't know i'm not an expert on this topic. no i i mean i don't know if it's respectful <laughs> or not i just know that like i know what a like a stereotypical uh characterization looks like but yeah the red uh the redskin i don't know it's so easy there's so many sports teams that are like have themes of like native americans that are the like the warriors like there's you could do any there's so many options out there um yeah and they, just went, they went right on the nose, though, with like, let's just boil it down. Their skin is red. We're the Redskins, yeah. all right? <laughs> like, and the, the craziest part about that is the Redskins aren't a super old team. Like, I think they started in the 60s. Yeah. Where, like, that is the one thing I'll give the Detroit sports credit for is, like, somehow they all started in the 20s and none of them are racist. Can we give them some credit for you that? That's You're pretty right fucking that. forward thinking. There's so many sports organizations <laughs> that... <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you're right. Like, there's so many sports organizations that started in some of the most racist times in American history and somehow yeah. didn't pick a racist name, and yet you have teams that are expansion teams that are just like, fuck it, let's just call them Redskins. Like, <laughs> we easily could have been the Detroit N-Words, this, and yeah. we did, and I'm very this, proud of that. This will age perfectly. <laughs> this will not be an issue in years. <laughs> What if like the next expansion team for Seattle is going to be like the the trans warriors or something? Yeah, then, the trannies like, or something like that. The, yeah, the, the, no, that's if they started in the nineties. Like the Panthers were almost the trannies, and mm. uh, yeah. but uh, yeah, no, that that would be pretty fucking ridiculous. But then would they change? That's the question. I think they would have to. I think uh, what. Um, Jenner, what's his? What's her? Bruce Caitlin, Jenner. Caitlin Jenner. Yeah, Caitlin Jenner. Yeah, not Bruce. You dick. Sorry, uh, Caitlin. Wow. She would have single-handedly brought down the Carolina trannies. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, is Caitlin Jenner now? I mean, I haven't heard about her in like three years. I think that she she just bailed. I think right. She was, well, it came out that she was against gay marriage, and everyone went, "Okay, it's a tough look. It's a tough look. <laughs> really believe- tough look." Can't yeah, be- can't believe we put you on the cover of a of a magazine, <laughs> of a so lot of magazines. Yeah, she got a on a lot of magazines, Damn. and she also hit that guy with her car. So you know she had I a couple strikes yeah. against her. But also, like I don't know, she's just living her life. That's how she uh, that's how she does it. Again, I'm not an expert on this topic either. We keep waiting into we keep waiting into waters where yeah, where well, I'm like oh, we, I don't know what I should be saying here. We we didn't record it, but er- earlier when we we were first talking to each other, we were talking about how I was just like I heard Steve Jobs is a dick, and then you yeah. were just like yeah yeah I think so I think I heard that, and we're just like okay that's all we needed to know. Uh, yeah, no no research. We don't need any <laughs> facts or data to back that up. That's just what what it is now. But that's um, kind of how comedy works, too. You're, like, standing around, you're like, oh, that guy's got a good joke. And then they go, yeah, he's a dick. And then you go, oh, okay, I oh, guess he's a dick. Yes, he is, yeah. That's that's actually <laughs> crazy, though. Because that's one thing I actually miss about stand-up is, is literally having your opinion change of another comedian so quickly. Uh, yeah. Based upon... It could be based upon like what people say about them, but I I've been proven wrong about people so often when I see them do well... And I'm like, everything I knew about them is wrong if an audience is responding positively. <laughs> like, yeah. Because we used to go to these open mics, and open mics are terrible. They're some of yeah. the worst things you can do as a human being. Um, and you go, and for the most part, you would we'd be bombing for, you know, I mean, if we were in a room full of people and we got those amount of laughs, we'd be bombing. But you see these people at these mics and you think like, okay, well, they're not funny. And then you see them at an actual show and you see them yeah. do all those jokes that like you've heard a thousand times and they're killing. And I'm just like, oh, I have no idea what's funny. What I think is funny <laughs> is based upon the perception of what other people think. So, yeah. That's just having your whole world like flip upside down like that. Um, and I've been like trying to, I was trying to get better at it, but it's so difficult because you have, I don't, it's tough to know, you know, exactly what will do well or I should say what did well because I don't know when comedy nothing, will ever be back. <laughs> yeah, nothing does well anymore. We all just sit on yeah. our laptops and tweet until we get a retweet and then we get it. Yeah. That's our, that's our adrenaline rush for the week. Really? Uh, no, I, yeah. I, the thing that got all of us, I think, is the thing that uh, is really, like, comedy's problem as a whole is that everyone goes, like, oh, funny's funny. I know funny. And 
it's you got to treat it much more like music where like if if i when i was 20 years old if i went to like a country show i'd be like wow this shit is garbage how does anyone like this and now that i'm older and i've like driven around in a four-wheel drive jeep on a two-track i like suddenly (laughs) understand keith urban and i'm like oh okay that's good for a specific like time and a specific place and a specific feeling so it's like it's tough when you start out you see these comics where you're like wow that's garbage and you gotta remember like oh that's just not my type of garbage that's somebody else's type of garbage and they love them now there are some people and this is rare where like comics see right through what they're doing and the audience likes it but still comics are really like yeah i hate that That, that's hacky i i don't like but that's why hack is the most damning insult for comedians because it's all comedians saying no no no, i'm not wrong the audience is wrong this guy fucking sucks no (laughs) Because you're like, they're, the audience is dumb. They're just people. They don't know what's funny. You know, you have that perception. Yeah. Hack yeah. is hack is definitely the, the insult of our community. <laughs> you get yeah. branded a hack. It's like you get run out of town. Um, but, but it's also, I've branded some people. I've branded people hacks before. And then, like, it turns out they just had, like, one hacky joke that they said one time. And I happened to be there. Mm, and I was yeah. like, wow, I hate that guy. And then I see him on stage and all their jokes are good again. And I'm like, oh, uh, I guess I was wrong about that. So, I don't know. It's, yeah. It is tough to to continuously be a good person every single night while you're watching a bunch of losers go up there and be losers. But you gotta gotta try. Yeah, and also just the thing with hack. Like, I mean, I'm very when I look at my own material, I would like be very critical of like what I thought was hack. But I thought of it as like if you, if you're putting a burger together, you need like a certain percentage of fat in there. You know, like you need a little hack because it just I don't know. It 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 rounds things out a little bit. Sometimes when you're doing a bit, you need that easy joke in the beginning, and it will lead to something better. It's a means to an ends, but. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, that was, uh, those were the days. Uh, <laughs> those were the days. It's really like, I don't know if I'm to the point of quarantine where I want to go back to an open mic necessarily, Oof. but I definitely miss doing shows. But yeah. the, the open mics are just so fucking brutal that I don't know. Like I was talking to, I was talking to Graham Cooper, uh, former podcast guest. We know him and he's like, yeah, man, if like New York, if, if we never hit like the phase three and they could never really open up these bars again, like I might go down to Atlanta and try and do comedy down there. And like, because, cause I need to do something and he's, he's super young. He doesn't have like a day job. Um, and I was like, really? Like that's gonna suck man like you're gonna get yeah. one open mic a night and it's not good comedians anywhere else really i guess like if you're one and listening to this i'm sorry but <laughs> i like, think you got pockets <laughs> don't, don't sure. brand the nation not every yeah not every comedian elsewhere but it's just like a it's a uh big fish in a small prond problem like you can't you can only get as good as the people around you like what you see and the point of coming to new york is you're surrounded by people that are so much better to you better yeah. than you that you never get a big head about it yeah it forces you to get better it's it's lifting with heavier weights you know um right but yeah i mean i i just think like i think that as a comedian like we should all be trying to you know let's not look at stand-up as the only way to be a comedian i i do think that 
like yeah. what, like what you're doing here, like with podcasts, like there's a lot of opportunity and it's not just podcasts. I mean, you can make content in a lot of other ways. You could, you know, focus more on writing. You can film sketches. You can make YouTube videos. Like I think comedians, and this is something I'm actually doing myself. Like I'm dedicating a lot of time to, to making more videos and, and doing stuff with the time that I normally would have been putting toward doing stage comedy. Now I'm trying mm-hmm. to put into other, you know, forms. Um, yeah. So I, and I don't know if I would chase stand up down like that because like, as far as I see it, like the culture of the world, uh, maybe not the world, but the country, um, right now is not conducive for stand up comedy. Like we're not, yeah. when, when are you going to be able to say to, you know, 50 people and that's a small group of people, but 50 people and say, Hey, want to get into a small room together? Uh, and <laughs> listen to some people yeah. talking to a microphone on a stage. That's a that's a gross concept right now. <laughs> like that's that's not very yeah. appealing to the audience. So I think you just have to kind of adjust. Eventually, everything will go back to normal. I don't know how long it's going to be, but in the meantime, I don't know. I think uh, it's worth you know adapting yourself. Um, but yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, it could be New York City. It could take, be a while. Like, we might have to think about, like, I live on Long Island, and there is a comedy scene out here. Uh, it's not anywhere close. <laughs> it's believe all it or not. 50 year old men. Yeah, believe it or not, there is a comedy scene out here. And believe it or not, even more believe it or not, in like the 80s and the 90s, this was a happening place for stand up because a lot of yeah. famous comedians came out of Long Island comedy, and there used to be, right. like, like five good comedy clubs and like five good ones that people used to drive and go to multiple ones a night, like comics and hop around um, like Seinfeld and, and Kevin James. And you know, th- those are just like two I could think of. Eddie Murphy came from, from Long Island as, as well. People don't realize that. Um, but yeah, I mean, are you trying to make me think Long Island isn't a worthless area? Cause you're not doing a great <laughs> job. I mean, <laughs> it is. But what the fuck is going on with Michigan? I mean, come on. <laughs> hey, we're trying our best. <laughs> we got what do you got? Uh, we got trees. You guys aren't even trying. You you're just you're just leeching off the profits of the city. Dude, Detroit's got, at least doing its own shitty thing. We got well, listen. We may live in the shadows of New York City, but we also yeah, have some like pretty raccoons. nice beaches, and we have some pretty great delis and some awesome pizza. So. Um, and a shit ton of racism. So we're good. We got it all. Honestly, um, no. Long Island and Michigan are, are pretty similar. I've always said, I, I I've always said that with the, uh, I figured this out with dating apps, just from being on dating apps in the city for three years. If, uh, if I match with someone who grew up in the city of New York City, I will not get along with them. I have to date somebody from like Jersey, upstate, or Long Island, or yeah. it just does not work. I think it's like because they're a little bit too sharp around the edges, you know? I feel like city people can be a they're little... They're so serious. Yeah. yeah. Um, but okay, getting, getting back to what you're saying about like adapting, that is actually what I wanted to ask you about because... You're you're adapting into doing more videos and you're you're doing that kind of stuff and I've like gotten more into tweeting and I've put a little more effort into this podcast not really but like a tiny bit more and it just doesn't give me the same rush as being on stage and it hit me I was like oh if I to be famous or like to be a comedian if I have to go through TikTok I don't want to do it. <laughs> 
yeah. you know what I mean? It's, like I, I didn't rough. sign up for that. That's like the <laughs> fucking rough. the stage is what I like. The in person like feeling of adrenaline and all this stuff. Like I just don't get anything out of the videos, and so it's like I guess I'll live like a normal person with it's, a podcast. I don't know. I I I'm having trouble adapting and finding something that'll work for me. Okay. Besides this, I do love okay. this. So let me. I want to talk about TikTok for a minute because that's yeah, I've had an, I've had an interesting experience with that app. So I, I like I downloaded it. Like uh, we know we know Dan Carney, right? Yeah. Um, so he, he <laughs> yeah he, he's actually in one of the pictures I use in uh, my my dating apps, and I've had multiple <laughs> women be like, Is that "Do you, you? know? Yeah. <laughs> do you know Dan Carney?" And I just don't even respond because I oh really don't know Dan Carney that well. He just happened to be in a picture that I thought was good. <laughs> he. Uh, oh my god, that's hilarious. Um, it's so funny. But yeah, he's he's great, and he he was on TikTok early like he mm. did he just being smart as a as a you know content creator going to the new platform creating a presence early so he got on there and he has a pretty big following um Whoa. and he and he put so what he would do is he'd put up his stand-up videos and they get a lot of likes they get like thousands and thousands of likes uh, and he built a presence and i remember i had a conversation with him he's like yeah you gotta do it you gotta do it i remember i put up a video and it just bombed. It got like two likes, like nobody saw it. <laughs> and I was like, ah, this sucks. And then he was telling me, he's like, oh, you got to use these hashtags. And I used some of them and they increased it a little bit. And then once the quarantine started, I started doing these like videos and I had the one segment of actually. So let me explain it further. I, I was like, oh, you know what? I watch a lot of music videos. I make I like making fun of them. So I'm going to make a YouTube video where I react to them and I make fun of them. So. I had one of them where in the video, I, I had like a tangent where I was talking about the movie Titanic and how okay. my, my two favorite scenes in Titanic, which I'll say right now, my two favorite scenes are uh, when, the got, when the boat's way up in the air and uh, people are starting to jump and one guy jumps and on his way down, uh, he ricochets off the propeller uh, like a missed <laughs> field goal attempt <laughs> and then falls into the water. <laughs> that just that's a scene that they put in the movie Titanic. So I made a video of myself talking about that and I put it up on TikTok and like it went mini it got like eighty thousand likes on it and I was like, Yeah, like hey, let's go. <laughs> like That's great. I'm gonna be a TikTok star. Uh, and now everything, and now I'm like living in the shadows of that fame and I'm posting all these videos and I'm getting like, no, <laughs> I have, I have like 2000 followers now out of that video and nobody yeah. is liking my stuff. And when you look at the stuff that goes up on TikTok, let me tell you something. This is the year I now feel old. I'm 25. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to turn 26. I now feel old. I now feel like there's a generation below me that is like younger and stronger and like better looking than I am. And, and Chinese. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's another thing. Yeah. I mean, TikTok <laughs> is definitely stealing all of our, like, it's just the Chinese government mining yeah. all of the data in America. Um, yeah. And, but until, until, until you said this real quick, until you said this, the only other person that I knew that had any like sort of following on TikTok, I've, I know there are like older people on it. But the only other person I've known that had a video go somewhat viral is literally 13 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm in an, I'm in an I elite, get what an you're saying. Group, you could say. Yeah. A, right. Yeah. But no, but there's. Okay. I've uh, multiple things to say about this app. Okay. First off, if you want to feel like a pedophile, 
go on this app because I love feeling like a pedophile. If you haven't felt this feeling before in your life, just go on this app and watch a bunch of like 14-year-olds make videos where they suge- are making suggestive or suggestive poses and things like like very sexually charged things and now dances. you're making me feel old I know, because I, I just like instinctively just started shaking my head like i was their dad yeah and it's <laughs> and it's frightening it is frightening That's terrible and they, you know, okay and another thing about it is that all these people that are younger they look like they're 20 like four years old and yet they're 16 and they have abs and they have fully developed faces and it's scary the generation below us gen z has just been inhaling chemicals like i mean look they grew up in the worst time but like they grew up like i guess like what 2000 onward would be yeah maybe a little bit earlier it's like 96 or 97 they're they've only gotten shitty stuff like nothing good has happened in the last 25 years the well, they got eight years of Obama. That's that's pretty good. So yeah, they turned sixteen, and then they got shat on. But then, there, yeah, but there was also. I mean, Obama was great, but the, there were also terrible things too. Like true, like all the shootings, and I can't. I mean, there's so much terrible stuff. But like they just they grew up in this world, and I I don't know. I guess it made them stronger. I'm not really sure, but <laughs> like physically. The, well, you know, they this generation loves sucking down the vape smoke. Like they're all about vaping. They vape like at mm-hmm. young ages and and now they none of them get coronavirus, so they might be immune. They might be they might be built better. <laughs> the vaping, I got to go get myself a vape. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure. You know, we're all 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 the other gener- all the other generations are struggling to get a ventilator and the and they're just sitting there sucking down vape smoke while the rest this of is, us are perishing. This is an interesting uh, theory, and I think you should take it to the guys that uh, started Juul because I know they're really hurting right now, and they could use a, a strong marketing a campaign. Boost. Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine if their slogan could be, we prevent the coronavirus? <laughs> they would be fucking lines out the door, all six feet apart, so it'd be like all the way down 6th Avenue, <laughs> just like Honestly, the entire should, way. They should just go for it. I mean, what do they have to lose? All the offices, I agree. All the offices are closed. Are they going to get sued closed. for false advertising? Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, who's going to... No one's going to get their shit together and sue them quick enough. Like, it's not... No. <laughs> Nothing means anything anymore. It's like it we does, get three... Just fucking go for it. Also, like, I work in the world of, like, social media advertising, and Facebook is hilarious what they allow and what they don't allow. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, they have... There's just no logic to it. For instance, let me give you an example. You could probably put up an ad right now that says, Juuling prevents the coronavirus. Spend money on it and have thousands and thousands of people see it. Uh, But if I put... if I Let's say I'm a dentist's office and I have a picture of someone showing their teeth and smiling and talking about teeth whitening, they are like, no way. No, like, you cannot what? show that. Yeah, because they're like, people might t- people might be insecure about the color of their teeth, and we don't want them getting upset by seeing your ad. <laughs> are and you fucking serious? I never. Serious. I knew that first part. I never knew that second part. This, That's they, ridiculous. They have weird, I think, it, I think it all boils down to Zuckerberg. I think like all of his insecurities go into Facebook's ad policy. Like, I, I think he has like yellow teeth. Wow. And like, nothing about white teeth, okay? Like, just like, <laughs> And nothing about people having egg-shaped heads and having the skin of a lizard, all right? Nothing like that, all right? Like, yeah. Nothing about um, destroying democracy. We can't have that. Yeah. So That's my thing. <laughs> that's how Facebook ad policy works, but yeah. I, right. uh, I, I actually, I tried to promote like a podcast clip from this when I was actually talking to 
Graham, and we were make. I made a joke about. Uh, I think it was United Airlines beating up that doctor, and I oh, like. Yeah. I tried to promote the the clip on Instagram, and they're like, "No," and I was like, "This doesn't hurt anyone." They were still like, "No," but every time, <laughs> like every time I have a video that swears, they're like, "Yeah, no," and then I have to explain like it's not at anyone; it's just a random fuck, like yeah. And then they'll be like, "Oh, okay, I guess that's okay." And so like I get that they put it through an algorithm and search for all these like bad words or whatever, but it's just like so annoying like when will yeah. ai understand context that's what i want i don't know i well what's not, i don't actually want that because that means that like we're fucking doomed <laughs> if ai is like yeah we understand humor and you're not funny and i'm a robot and you're like, ah, <laughs> like that's not good well, i don't know about you but i'm hilarious so i think i'm good like the the ai i'm gonna be the ai's favorite comedian they're just gonna let everything through Ma- imagine that's, like that's the new market right there getting ai to like you Imagine that's how all booking worked. It's like the algorithm oh says you're uh, you're a bit hacky. It's like oh my god, and now and now you'd be put in a prison camp. <laughs> so much better. I will take that any day. I'll risk the I'll risk the prison camp if uh, if it gets if booking becomes a fair process. <laughs> because if the if the AI goes yeah you're hacky you're going to the prison camp I go well I guess it was hacky like at least I know I'm bad as opposed <laughs> to like off now logs knowing yeah that. <laughs> I mean you know these people who just suck ass and they get on stage so much because they're such a kiss ass and you're yeah. like I hate this this is yeah. the worst but that's just all business at this point like it's everything just life. what I'm realizing as I get older and now I'm yeah. like ah, I'm really bad at being a kiss ass I need to that should have been a class in college like how to it be a better been. kiss ass I would have taken that four different times I would have failed it three times I you just reminded me of like yeah that should have been a class in college but that also just reminds me that in college I took a class uh, called Beatles uh, and it was just we just sat in a room and listened to every single Beatles song <laughs> <laughs> and we had a test and the, Did test your, uh... was, the, the test was name the song and <laughs> that was the whole class the whole class was just <laughs> me- it was just trivia we just memorizing Beatles songs did your did your teacher hand out tabs of acid right at the beginning he's <laughs> like you get one from me you have to Use go it. through fucking Dave if you want any more and he gives you the the dealer's number we uh just tell him you're with the class (laughs) we had uh, no no but the guy who taught the class this is a classic like yeah this guy this guy lives in the past like he had law he's an old dude that like he you know like dresses like any aging rocker like aging rockers have a look to them they can't they can't just wear new balance sneakers they have to wear like bedazzled like suit jackets with then like crosses and have their hair like really long for no reason um yeah so it was it was definitely an interesting experience um you're gonna learn that guy is john lennon later and he wasn't (laughs) actually shot he's just teaching your class and you just have to listen to all of his songs (laughs) that's that's why you didn't listen to a single ringo song he he personally hated those this guy he actually shit on ringo so much Um, yeah i'm telling you it's john lennon (laughs) ringo is the is the luckiest man in history that's yeah i mean just like he was good enough at drums and they were just like listen we've already recorded like an album or two we can't ditch him now like he's already we already yeah. have merchandise with his face on it and we can't we can't get rid of him uh he the actually the fact that they kept him around makes me think that 
all of them were just really shitty people and they had no other friends because you, I could have gone and drummed for their song. <laughs> if they were actually cool, they could have just like grabbed somebody who's drummed for six months. We Anyone we actually, from my high school band. We actually learned that like in the studio, Paul McCartney would just like, t- like you know how like you listen to a recording, you think, oh, it's probably Ringo playing the drums. More often than not, like Paul McCartney would be like, I got this, and just have <laughs> yeah. Ringo stand there as he fucking <laughs> drums, and then they record it, and then they never played live concerts after a certain amount of years. Like they they stopped doing concerts, so Ringo really just just collected the credit for the class, basically. Like he just yeah. showed up. And they're like, all right, we're putting your name on the album. Like, here's your money. <laughs> like, hey, um, nothing wrong with the completion grade. Yeah. Love a completion grade. It's a group projects are for, man. Yeah. But, so, okay. So back to, back to the social media thing, because I am, I am actually interested in, in how you're doing this, because that's one area that I'm really not good at. Like, I, okay. I theoretically know how to do, but the... Uh, it's it's tough for me one i don't get a ton of enjoyment out of the videos and maybe part of that is uh just the fact that i haven't practiced like i'm not good at it yet which it's like it's like getting on stage like if you really suck at it and you don't get any laughs it's not gonna be very much fun but then you have to go through that to get there which i kind of know videos are going to be the same way i don't know how did you get over that hump or are you just like naturally like yeah no i'll do videos i don't give a shit um it's definitely uncomfortable at first um okay it's like i mean it's like that's good to hear yeah it's like anything though like you were just talking about it like it's like stand the first time you got on stage was it did you do well did you do okay did you think you did well and then later you look back and you're like actually i did terrible (laughs) oh yeah no i got a laugh and i was like i'm gonna take over this fucking world you were like (laughs) i killed and everybody does that (laughs) same thing with like videos like i i've been recording these videos for youtube i've been doing it every week of the quarantine i look back at my first one and i'm like man that one that first one sucked and at the time i thought it was awesome so yeah it's it's you have to get comfortable i mean listen i record these videos the amount of takes that i do for like a line in them is like so many and then the worst part of it is that when you you have to edit too so then you have to look and watch yourself it's it's tough it's like listening to a recording of your voice for the first time because you're like you mean like editing this podcast yeah, like, I, just I, like I, you, yeah, <laughs> what you're gonna have to so do this. often. I'm yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to go through this. I'm gonna have to. I like make highlight clips, so I have to listen to parts of it. Like I use the sound wave to figure out where the laughter was, and then I have to listen to whatever dumb fucking joke I made, and then I go, well, uh, goddamn, I'm dumb. It's, it's brutal. <laughs> it's just it's brutal. It's what you got to do, though. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's, but you know, it's like, it is really like standup in that you just have to keep doing it. You have to be consistent. Um, you have to just make sure like, okay, like I need to put up something. You need to stick to a schedule. If you want to see benefits Mm -hmm. out of it, you have to stick to a schedule the same way you would with like, I need to get up on stage this many times per week. Uh, I need to hang out at shows, whatever. Like you have, you have to apply those same principles to whatever you're doing now. And I, th- I mean, obviously, yeah. that, that could be applied anywhere in life. You know, like if you have a job and you want to move up, like you have to do a little bit more. You have to be consistent, whatever. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you have any, like, technical thing, like, questions about it, like, um, I, I've been crazy about, I've been getting analytical about the hashtags on Instagram Ooh. now. 
Yeah. Yeah, help me out with this podcast. Okay. I still... I, uh, I mean, not right now, but yeah, later. <laughs> we just spend the next twenty minutes going through good hashtags. Now yeah. that's good podcast. That's good content. Uh, <laughs> you know who that's going to help? You and me and nobody else. <laughs> just us. Um, no, that is that is good because I've just kind of like got it. It's that like technical stuff where I could take a swing at it, but then I like it's it's like. Uh, it's it's kind of like writing a joke where I write it out and then it's fine and I can't think of the joke another way. Like I write out all of these hashtags yeah. and I'm like, yeah, I mean, it kind of works. Like, sure, 90% of the people that saw this are under 17 and that's not the demographic I'm trying to go after, but I don't know how to make it better. So yeah, uh, all the help is uh, necessary. <laughs> Um, yeah, sure, man. But listen, I, it's also, I, we were saying about like the, the 17 thing. Listen, when I put videos on TikTok, I feel uncomfortable because all the people yeah. that comment and like it are children. And I have yeah. a following of almost 2,000 children on an app. Uh, yeah. And, and Can you I, imagine how the Beatles felt? I know. Oh, yeah. they, <laughs> I am They're the actually Beatles. cool. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what do we have to do? <laughs> That's why they made oh Sergeant Pepper. God. I need I need a Sergeant Pepper in my life. I don't know what that's gonna be. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but well, Yoko's single. She goes to uh, the restaurant that Keanu used to work at. So oh really? Maybe we can. Yeah, maybe we can hook you up with uh, hook Yoko? you up with Yoko. She's That'll make you a TikTok star, <laughs> baby. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get shot, but you'll be big on TikTok. <laughs> she. There are so many videos of her <clears throat> ruining live performances by John Lennon. Uh, by by like doing some weird chant in the background of like come together like she'd just be like ay, 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 like in the background and and everyone else in the band is just like what the fuck and then John would just play like nothing was wrong uh, you yeah. have to look it up if you just type in uh, Yoko ruin song you, there's multiple ones where she's like banging on a drum and then she just grabs a microphone and just goes ay, 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 ay. And then, like, not oh even God. in rhythm. Like, it doesn't make sense for the song. It's just noise. Um, uh. And, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but, man, we've been all over the place. We've been talking about We opened with my hard take on sports. And yeah. I don't even know where we went in between. And now we're on Yoko Ono. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to stick with social media and like and like I'm pivoting. I'm but no, I'm no, no, no. This is not your fault. I uh, I see. I'm also going along with this and just making tangents at this point. Oh, like, who we'll fucking cares? Media. We'll stick yeah, to I it. mean, like that's it's really just a title i'll just put the title as that and then nobody gives a shit who listens to this actually <laughs> like if we actually talk about social media and stuff they're just like i don't know i think that's the thing with podcasts which uh leads my next question i honestly think podcasts are just like it's in my act actually that like podcasts are just imaginary friends for adults so oh, yeah. it doesn't really matter what you talk about because if someone subscribed to your podcast, it's just because they like you, at least for a comedy podcast, like a business podcast. It's a little like you kind of have to have good information. Um, I guess if like if we were doing a comedy podcast and it wasn't funny at all, then it would be a little bit different, which is probably why I don't have that many listeners. But like it's really just like if you're going to listen to a podcast every day you have to like the person on the other end of the yeah. microphone. So whatever they're talking about 
like you're going to go along with it, which is why Joe Rogan can bring up MMA and nutrition and weightlifting and all that shit literally every single day. It's a three hour podcast. There are people that listen for the full three hours. He talks about the same shit over and over and over over again and there are people that fucking love it because they're just like oh i like him it's like hanging out with one of my friends for three hours because all of our friends also talk about the same shit it's just like oh i like him so i don't mind when he says the same shit that that's literally what it is though it's like when i listen to podcasts sometimes i'll just be like working or i'm driving and i just want to like passively listen to a conversation because it makes you feel it's you're right. It's not like listening to music. It's not like that. It's it's literally like okay, I want to be around. It's like being around people without having people there. So yeah. yeah. Well, I, so I, what is it? That's what is it like for a video? Like, what are you trying to aim for when you make these videos? Because so, it's it's a lot tougher to pretend to be somebody's friend, but you're still like making content. I don't know. What's kind of your what's your mo going into these so, into making these? Yeah. I'll tell you everything. I'll tell you it all, kid. Please. Uh, it, uh, so basically, me. like these, I right now what I'm mainly doing are these like YouTube react videos where I just react to these music videos by artists. I'm also making other videos. I just haven't released them yet because they're not finished. But porn. My, it's it, in a way it is kind of it is kind of like a podcast, but really my audience is is anyone who is a fan of this particular artist. So the the group it changes hmm. every time. Eventually, uh. you know, what, what I'm trying to do is kind of gain a fine, which I have been doing. Like I, I had like 30 subscribers on my YouTube at the beginning of quarantine. Now I have 150. Okay. Um, so I've been like consistently seeing growth on the page. Now I have people that watch my videos and they've watched maybe one or two. And now they're like, I like his take on things. I like how he, his humor or what he has to say about these videos. So I want to see what he has huh. to say about all these artists. But mostly the people that are watching my videos um, <clears throat> are people that are like fans of of whatever artist I'm critiquing, and they uh, want to hear my take on it. Reaction videos on YouTube are insane. You have people, and this is kind of why I started doing this. There are so many videos on YouTube that are just people reacting to other videos, and they get hundred that hundred thousand views in like three days and the huh. and there's nothing let me tell you something there is nothing interesting about their reaction they're just like watching and there's no jokes there's no there's no structure it's terrible and yet they get all it's these the views. friend thing yeah it's the friend thing they just people have just become so accustomed to listening to this person's reaction that they think oh yeah i'll watch his reaction video like wow. there's a massive audience there but there's no talent there. <laughs> so these people are no, for real. Like there's people yeah. that are like the like they are the ones with the opinions, and they people come to hear their opinions on things, and they have no talent whatsoever. And I'm thinking, hey, I've been doing stand-up comedy in New York City in front of some of the toughest audiences in the world for yeah. years. I think I might be able to be better at this than they are. So my goal right now is to just become way better than them uh, at what they do uh, and, and sort of, you know, take the audience that is there. Um, I just looked for an opportunity, and that's where I saw it. I, with podcasts, there's so much opportunity because so many people listen to podcasts. But if you have, like, a niche, some people think having a niche is good. Some people think being broad is good. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I just looked at it from, like, a perspective of just, like, I see a vulnerable audience that I can tap into and, and entertain better than they currently are being entertained. 
So it's that's my whole thesis. Okay. I get that. And that's I'm not like to to pull the curtain back. That was kind of the point of this podcast was like I kind of saw what Joe Rogan did where he was like bringing people in, but it was so long and it was so off topic all the time that I was like, "Oh, I kind of want to do one that's succinct and we actually stay on topic and we actually like dive into that topic, but instead of getting like real experts, I get like actually entertaining people to talk about it." So like the formula is so I I get what you're doing. Um the one thing that's so tricky is hitting that line of like not being I I I I don't mean this to be like mean or anything, but it's it's easy when you go into something thinking, oh, there's no talent there. I can do better than that. People can kind of smell that feeling on you when you make the video. So the people that blow up are the ones that have talent, but it feels like they're not doing it because they have talent. Like the reason I think people like those reaction videos is because there's like so little effort into it and they just like they're like yeah. they get that feeling like, oh, I could do that. That's a super strong feeling of like, oh yeah, I could I could do that. And if you feel like you could do it, then you enjoy it more. So it's just like a super I don't know. I yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I actually do, and I enjoy doing that. Like, I'm not trying to sound like I'm not being genuine. Like I'm just like I will yeah, trick yeah. the audience into watching my video. <laughs> yeah, and You're not they Steve don't need, Jobs. Yeah, yeah. call see, call I'm, back to before the podcast yeah. started because I'm a fucking <laughs> idiot. God damn it! All I right. did mention it though. Um, <laughs> you did. So, um, but yeah, no. I mean, they're. I'm being a. I'm a genuine. Pro- I'm not like a sick so- sociopath. I'm. I'm just telling you like strategically what I'm doing. Like, well, I. That's I, not what the comedy community thinks. Yeah, I. <laughs> I am being <laughs> genuine in my reviews. Like, I'm reacting to it the way a comedian would. Uh, okay. I, I, just, I just think my version is going to be a lot more entertaining, and that you're going to get more out of it than just watching somebody genuinely listen to a song without any. Like, you know, because as comedians, we need to be better at conversation. We need to be more witty. I feel like I'm more witty than most of these people reacting to these videos. So, I mean, I just think that uh, I would be more entertaining than them. Um, yeah. I did, well, I, say mean, there, I did say there are no talent. That's not true. I mean, no, I, well, I a lot it. of it. Yeah. You're, speaking, you're speaking generally. The thing yeah. you just have to accept is that you'll never be as funny as a black guy reacting to these videos. That's but you could be every true. other white guy. That's very true. No, you're right. Make sure you understand where you're at in the pecking order. Yes. There there is you're right. I will never beat that. Um <laughs> no. But you know, I mean whatever. I'm not even trying to like become I don't even want to be like marked as like a YouTuber because those people are really just some of the worst people on the that planet. That was exactly my point earlier. Yeah. Was like I don't like yeah i could go do it and yeah i could put all the time and i could practice and it's just like would i be happy at the end of it like let's say i succeeded would i actually enjoy what i was doing and it's like i don't need another job where like i go there and i'm like indifferent to what i'm doing every day like people ask me for help on fucking salesforce i'm like yeah sure whatever like I don't care about Salesforce. That's not my passion. Do I need YouTube to be another thing on top of it where I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'll do it, but I don't really care about it. That's that's kind of, I think, my, my point and like my reason for not getting into it. But at the same time, 
I'm sitting here in quarantine by myself. My roommate's gone. I've been here for three days. I already miss human interaction. And I've already, like, I've talked with you and another person and still not enough. And I, like, mm. need another outlet there. So maybe I do start making YouTube videos just for, like, the temporary, like, 75 people that'll maybe watch it someday. Yeah. I mean, listen, you have to, whatever you do, you should get some joy out of it. Otherwise, there's no use in doing it because you won't have any... It will, it will be reflected in the work. Like if you mm -hmm. if you make YouTube videos or TikToks or whatever and you're just like not into it, they're going to suck <laughs> whether you know it or not. Um, unless that's your bit. Yeah, just unless like... that's a bit. <laughs> and believe it or not, you making a shitty TikTok, the odds of that going viral are actually very high because some of the stuff that goes viral on there makes no sense at all. And then It's because the it's that, for 12-year-olds. Yeah. And do, I've seen comedians, uh, like there's this guy I met in LA and he's a hilarious comedian and he makes hilarious TikToks talks like well thought out well made like almost skits i would say like they're long one minute skits and they're great and they'll get like 80 likes and i'm like this is unfair <laughs> like this is actually yeah. funny and well, the he's stuff putting that goes it on viral, the wrong place yeah but that's like unfortunately tiktok is like whoever's running it is on fucking heroin or crack or something because it makes <laughs> no, like they're just pushing switches that make certain videos go viral and other videos get one view it has nothing to do with what is actually in the video it's it's a mess it is the wild west of social media right now but they're pushing um, it they're pushing it for kids because the chinese have a shitload of data on you and me who they don't have data on is nine-year-olds and so yeah. they need more data on the nine-year-olds so if they push the nine-year-olds then they get all the data of the other nine-year-olds who love those nine-year-olds. Yeah. See, it's all You're about right. the deep state. You just, you just solved it, man. You just figured it out. <laughs> but it's like, it's also, okay, those sketches, 13-year-olds are not going to appreciate right. that. You know what 13-year-olds appreciate? Mm -hmm. The the kid that I know whose video went viral, He their video was just he walked up to his friend as like a waiter. They're just like at the kitchen table and he <laughs> pretended to be a waiter and he goes, hey, would you like some lime with that drink? And the kid goes, yeah. And then the kid I know just has a lime in his hand and he sticks his whole hand in the glass of water and like swirls it around a little bit. And it's like, that's actually <laughs> kind of funny. No, it's so entertaining. Right? No, I I really like that. But that's also like, that's the sweet spot of you and me think it's funny. Our parents think it's funny. And 12-year-olds also yeah. think it's funny. We're like they a got full everybody. built out sketch. We can like it, but I'm not going to go on TikTok. That needs to be on fucking YouTube or Instagram or yeah. not even Facebook at this point. Facebook, I'm <laughs> off too. There's so little area for you, for people our age to put that on there. Like everyone's getting their own section of the internet now. Yeah, we've. it's so funny how that... At how that's happening like we are the internet was made for us facebook mm -hmm. was made for us twitter was made for us instagram snapchat those are all made for our like us people like let's say 25 in their mid-20s whatever um but now it's like okay well the older people have taken facebook that's theirs yep. now um <clears throat> the younger, younger people, people get tiktok they get TikTok. They even took. I mean, we were we kind of just grew out of. I don't know if you ever used Snapchat, but I've I've grown out of it. Yeah, I, like, I, I, I grew need, grew out of that. That's like college. To, yeah, like, I got. I mean, what I was using it for, you know, I. <laughs> <laughs> it's studying. You were it using was, it to show your yeah. parents you were studying. Yeah, it was. Listen, the app had its purposes. Now things have changed. Um, yeah. And now, what do we have? I guess we Instagram. have Instagram. Instagram. Instagram's ours. YouTube I, is everybody's. But YouTube's then, everybody. I yeah. love. I love. I mean, I know you're not 
you've only recently joined Twitter. Twitter is I love Twitter, man. I mean, it's crazy. Huh. It, it it really okay. is. You got it's it's every, not everybody. Like you really don't have too many twelve year olds on there, but it's, <laughs> yeah, it's mainly our generation just canceling each other constantly. It's hilarious. Um, yeah, I need to I need <laughs> to find the humor in Twitter because I see that and I'm like, man, that seems like a battle royale bloodbath in oh, there is. and i'm just it's like great. i'm not ready i'm not ready to jump in the mosh pit yet but i think if i like watch it for a few more months i might be ready to to really yeah. get in there like i'm on twitter i tweet almost every day but i literally have 39 followers but i only follow 50 people so i'm not even trying to get followers yeah. i'm just kind of like putting content out there and hoping somebody else <laughs> fucking sees it. it i don't know yeah yeah it's like self-protection I mean, it's sad, dude. We were talking about hack before. It's like tweet selling hacky, man. Someone, someone is gonna oh retweet, my God. retweet it, and then it's gonna get retweeted a thousand times, whatever. Um, but but that's yeah. the problem is like if I tweet something that's super hacky, our parents would love it. But as soon as I put it on Twitter, like I need to direct it towards the older generation because they would be like, "Oh my God, that's so fucking funny." But like you put it at to our generation, and they're like. Fuck you, that's hacking. <laughs> it's so, so funny that you say that because I have certain tweets that I literally, like, I don't really like to post on Facebook, but now what I'm starting to do is if I have, like, a tweet that I'm like, you know what, my dad would like this. I screenshot it and I put it on Facebook now. <laughs> it's like throwing meat in a fucking lion's boomer cage. I'm just like, there you go. You know? Here's your content, you There you go. Fuck. So it's like all, it's all my aunts and uncles just like, that's hilarious. And they're sharing oh it or whatever. Oh, my God. And it's like, this one's for you. Christopher, you've gotten yeah. so funny. And so I throw that there, and then I have my, you know, I have my, like, millennial tweet. I'm like, all right, this stays on Twitter. Maybe I'll put this one on Instagram. Like, I'll, it's funny yeah. what I do with, like, uh, it's, I, I'm going crazy just thinking about how much thought I put into this stuff. But now that yeah. there's no comedy. But you have to. Yeah. You Right. You have to, and there's no comedy, so you have nothing else to do. Like, when, the, when you were getting on stage, you could kind of be like, ah, I'll tweet it, whatever. I, yeah. Like if it whatever happens happens, but now it's like, and then I like see it here, and I'm like, do I like how badly do I need this attention? Like at this point, why am I tweeting? I don't even like tweeting, and it's just like, well, okay, but if I get a bunch of Twitter followers now, when comedy's legal again, I'll be able to like I'll have more of a following, and I could maybe grab people, and it's like, what's the I don't know. It's it's just like so much work that goes into it, and it's yeah. not enjoyable. But is the end where you can boost up your live show, which is what I like, worth yeah. it? And that's like uh, the quote unquote business of comedy. I I don't think like I honestly believe like stand up alone isn't enough. Like you do need to put mm -hmm. an effort to other places, just because it's like life has evolved, the world has evolved. Like social media is a big part of people's lives, so you got to be. Where the people are and they're not always going to be in the audience so you have to like yeah. bring it to them a little bit um and i mean i'm i've been doing it for a couple of years like i've been i put in a lot of effort on twitter i now youtube is my most recent thing and i'm putting in a lot of effort there it all leads back to just my general love of comedy it all comes back to that source i'm just trying yeah. to fit it into different avenues wherever i can i do love stand-up I miss stand-up a lot, but I, I, the reality is is that I can't sit around waiting for it, and I'm not going to go travel or move to another state yeah. to, to yeah. find it because that is, I, that's too much. Like that's, I don't even think that's worth it, to be honest with you. Um, 
but you know just wait for it to come back and when it when it comes back you know maybe all the effort that you put in like you said and all these other places might actually return and that when you come back to comedy people might actually come out and see you because they said oh, i liked your video or i liked your tweet or whatever like that was funny now i want to see what you can do on stage and you'll be ready for it then because you've you know been doing comedy for years so um yeah that's my that's my statement <laughs> yeah no that was beautiful i actually think that's uh, a good place to end we're at 57 minutes i can't think of a better place to a better way to end than that so uh this was this was awesome i loved it i've been having these thoughts for a while i'm glad that i'm not just going crazy in my apartment and somebody else uh, who also went crazy in their apartment is on the same wavelength as i am so at least after this we'll still be on the same page but uh (laughs) thanks thanks for doing this man this was this is a lot of fun we'll uh we'll talk as soon as you get back in the city yeah, absolutely, man. And I just want to apologize for starting out this podcast with uh, uh, my controver- controversial statements on sports uh, and then leading into something about Yoko Ono and then finally back to social media. So, uh, it's, you know uh, what? I'll just put it all in the description and people have to just fucking figure it those out. Are, I don't know. Those are good keyword search words, okay? People are, are looking up That's Yoko true. Ono more often than you think. <laughs> <laughs> good to know. see yeah. this is that's what i was talking about with those hashtags i would never think to hashtag yoko ono but here we are i'm <laughs> gonna give a it a happening shot hashtag people are, <laughs> yeah, exactly. people are posting about yokes okay oh my god what who isn't talking about the yokes <laughs> or, <laughs> all right <laughs> that was really stupid i'm gonna jump off before i say something else dumb thanks for okay. doing this man we'll talk soon all right awesome thanks man bye yep bye